the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show. I am so thankful to be with you again today. Uh, whether you're listening to me in San Diego or Ventura or L.A., Orange County, Santa Maria, Venice, Paris, Rome, wherever you are, thank you so much for joining in on the Sue Freeze Show. I am so thankful that you're with me today. And we're going to talk about a subject that I would bet that every person has experienced at least once. And if not, sorry to say, I I don't know if there's anyone that ever does not experience it at least once in their lifetime. And, And the subject matter is healing your broken heart. How many of you have experienced a broken heart? It's not an easy thing to go through. And we don't want to numb ourselves and make ourselves not available and protect ourselves so much that we can't experience the fullness of what God has for us. So it's, it's this fine line. But when we're going through the experience of a broken heart, no matter what caused this broken heart, it's really difficult. I know I've been through it. And anybody that's been through it knows what I'm talking about, that it's not an easy experience. And it's sad But it also, when I look back over the times that my heart has been broken, and maybe you can relate, I I know that it's caused me to maybe dig deeper, to understand more, to reach up and ask the Lord to heal my broken heart or protect my heart or guide me in my decisions day to day so that I don't have to experience maybe another broken heart. Sometimes we make choices that can cause the outcome to be not favorable. And the question is, you know, do we want to protect ourselves to the point of not allowing ourselves to feel? You know, that first love, that puppy love, that first love is just so heightened, isn't it, by everything. It's just so heightened. And do we want to lose that? I don't think so. Do we want to protect ourselves and put these walls up so high that we can't experience all there is? I know I don't, but there's that line, you know, you want to protect yourself. You don't want to hurt, but if you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable, what I have found is if I don't allow myself to put myself out there, then who loses? Really everyone. Everyone loses because we can't experience the fullness. So there's a message there, I'm sure. And for the show today on the Sufri Show, it's, Father, please heal my broken heart. 
And there's an article written by Janet Treadway. And I'm going to read from her words because they're so great. And I'm going to, as I (laughs) quite often do, is I interject my own experience, my own feelings. And the reason I do that is not so you need to know about me. It's just that I want you to know that you're not alone. I want you to know that there's other people that feel or that have experienced something that you're going through maybe because the devil wants us to feel like we're all alone. He wants us to feel isolated to where we we just have to go through this whole battle all by ourselves. And I'm here to tell you that you weren't designed to go through these things by yourself. And the toughest times in my life, which I've had mine, you know, I've had my, my share, um, I, I tend to go inward and try to, you know, just kind of, I feel like a turtle sometimes, you know, kind of go in my shell and, you know, that hard shell is there to protect me, but it's very dark in there and it's very alone. And the, the Lord didn't create us to be turtles. He didn't create us to go into our shell. He wants us just like he did to allow ourselves to be vulnerable and experience things. So with that, I hope that you're sensing that the desire of my heart and the desire of my Heavenly Father's heart is for you not to walk through this world alone, that you look up, reach up, ask for Him to be there to protect you, to guide you. You hold yourself near to Him, and He's going to hold you dear to His heart because you're His daughter and you're His son, and He wants a relationship with you. He so, so longs for that relationship. And he hurts when you hurt. He really does. He hurts when you hurt. I'm a mother and I have two kids. And when my children hurt, I hurt. And my whole heart wants to just take all that pain on myself. I want to take it away from them so that I can experience it. I can handle it so they don't have to. But being a mom and being a dad, what I've realized is that That's what creates them to be who they are, is to experience these tough times too. So parents, a word from the wise, which is not my words, but the Lord will say that, you know, you you grow them up and you train them up in the way they shall go and they will not depart from it. I know sometimes I talk to parents and their children do depart and they just stay faithful and they keep praying and hoping and Um, believing that what they raised them up to believe that they will come back to. And I can tell you the parents that I know that have children like this, that's exactly what happens. And it's not in our timing. So many times I just want it to be on my timing. How about you? But it's in his timing. So this article, The Emotional Pain Inflicted on Us by Others, can be far worse than the physical wounds we experience. What is the right ointment for wounded hearts? How can you mend this broken man? How can a loser ever win? Please help me mend my broken heart and let me live again. Do you remember those words? These lyrics are from a popular song of the 70s, if you were around then. I certainly was. How can you mend a broken heart by the Bee Gees? Can certainly make us reflect on our own broken hearts. How many of you have a broken heart right now? 
or have had your heart broken in the past. You have this huge gaping hole in your heart that was left by someone or circumstances. And how many of you feel that this hole can never be filled and that you will be left with a hollow in your heart forever? I I can relate to that, and I've experienced that. There can be many reasons why we are left with a broken heart. How many of you experienced a death of a loved one? I have. Both my parents are gone. Divorce. Yep. Loss of a job. I haven't experienced that, but I know so many people that have. Loss of status. Loss of health. Betrayal by a friend. I've had that. How about you? Loss of a child. Oh, my goodness. And yes, loss of your childhood. All of these reasons and more can leave you a broken man or a broken woman. Along with enormous blessings, this is him talking, but I can relate to when I, when I first read this, I was saying, oh boy, those could be my words. I've also had great sorrow in my life. The biggest sorrow of all was the loss of my childhood and never knowing what a loving father was like. I never heard my father say, I love you. Or, I'm very proud of you. I never experienced what it's like to feel secure with a strong father in my life, protecting me and keeping me safe. This reality in my life has left a hole in my heart, an emptiness that I once felt could never be filled. That tells you how important our parenting roles are, doesn't it? Even though we have these holes in our hearts, I am here to tell you that there is hope for you and for me and for all the brokenhearted. There is hope for those who sorrow because there is a healer who will mend our broken hearts. As David said in Psalm 147.3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God wants to heal us of all of our wounds. Do you believe that? If he says it, it's true. And he says it. Pull out your Bible and turn to Psalms and read 147.3. What is a wound? If you have ever had an injury or a deep cut, you know how painful it is and how it hurts to be touched. Oftentimes, sorrow and loss are like deep wounds. They can be so painful that it seems no one or nothing can make the pain go away. Sometimes our heart is so broken that we can't even express the words. And nothing, nothing seems to take the pain away. People who try to encourage us can't seem to say the right thing. Like a deep wound, a broken heart will not heal overnight. Like some medicines that burn when you apply them to a skin wound, so can a well-meaning friend who says the wrong thing at the wrong time. Who wants to pour rubbing alcohol on an open wound? We search the stores to find an ointment that we can apply to our skin wound that will not burn and then cover it gently with a Band-Aid. It's the same way with our broken heart. We need the right ointment to bring about healing. So what is the right ointment for our hearts? How do we begin to heal? How can the hole 
in our hearts that is gaping open begin to close. If you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you so much. This is the Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com show. I'd like for you to share this show. And if you know somebody that's experiencing a broken heart right now, this would be such a gift to share with them. It really would. Especially if they're not sure about their relationship with the Lord and how much the Lord loves them and how special they are in his sight. Because we need to know that. And what better time than when we feel so low and so alone to know that we are loved and that we are special. And this day will pass. This day will pass. And tomorrow the sun comes up new every morning. So share the show. Please share the show. And also, if you're interested in getting to know more about the Sufri show, the Sufri's TV show. Uh, I have a website, and the website I already said, but it's Sufri's, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. If you want to connect with me, I would love that. And just go on there, give me your name, and whatever it is that you want to talk about, if you need me to pray for you, if you need resources, if you need a new career, Ecola's looking. Just whatever it is you are, you know, needing, you know, I, I don't have all the answers. Believe me, I don't have all the answers, but I'm here to connect. And it might be somebody that I know that would be better suited than me to uh, pursue whatever it is you're going through. And uh, if I do, I will. And if I don't, I'll tell you that right now I'm not sure, but connect with me. By going to Sue Freeze, felt like fries, one word, dot com. It would mean a lot to me for you to do that. Okay? When you go to the website, there's a lot of different things on the website. I've spent a lot of time, a lot of effort. In fact, I just changed over to a new uh, carrier. And so the website's been down, and I've had numerous people say, what is the matter? We can't get your podcasts. And I'll say, hang on, hang on. It's, it's coming. It's coming. And so the podcasts are available. There's eight and a half years of podcasts there by subject matter, by guest, by date, uh, you know, whatever it is you're you're looking for, uh, the Sue Free Show is the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection, which is a lot. There's a lot in there, and it covers a lot of different areas. And being in the business world, being a business owner, a woman business owner in a man's world, I talk about those things. I talk about what it's like, and I talk about how, you know, whatever I'm facing in the day, you know, how uh, after prayer and thinking about it and getting the information I need, uh, you know, how I've gone forward. And maybe there is a solution for you in uh, somebody else's, such as my story. So uh, that's what the show is about. It's been on for quite a while now, which is pretty amazing to me. But uh, I feel very fortunate and very humbled uh, to be able to be right here with you. So uh, I like points. I like taking notes. I like having something that I write down because if you get one golden nugget, it's worth it. If there's something that is said today that's going to help your heart or help your knowledge or help a friend or a family member, then why not, right? Uh, We have to make every moment count. That's something that's very, very strong in my personality is I'm very intentional with what I do, with what I say, where I go, where I don't go, what I listen to, what I eat. I'm very intentional. Because I have goals 
and I want to reach those goals. And sometimes things get in our way and people can come into our path and leave our path or come into our path and cause a little damage. And we have to know how to mend that. We need to know how to navigate through whatever it is that comes our way. First thing, healthy boundaries, very important to understand that they're, they're important. It's important to have healthy boundaries. That's another uh, podcast, and I'm not going to talk about that today. So number one, what is the right ointment for our hearts? How do we begin to heal? How can the hole in our hearts that is gaping open begin to close? Who wants to know that? Raise your hand. Oh, okay. So number one, recognize the pain. Recognize it. Don't try to hide it. Don't try to stuff it. Recognize the pain and understand it is okay to hurt. And men, it's okay to cry. Oh, what a relief. It's okay to cry. Crying's there for a good reason, just like laughter. It's really good. Sometimes we seek to cover the pain by ignoring it or through other means like the use of alcohol or drugs, which will only cause us to get infected and reverse the healing process. Like a deep skin wound, we must apply the right ointment or a Band-Aid so we can begin to heal or else it can get infected and become worse. We cannot ignore our pain and think it will go away. This is in bold letters because it is so true and so many of us think we're really strong and think we can handle it. We think we can just ignore it and it's going to go away and it doesn't. It festers inside of us. And then one of these days it's going to come out some other way. And it's much better to deal with things when they're happening. And there is no time limit for this. It's in your time with God's help. Understand that it is okay to hurt. We try to push the hurt away, but we can't. The hurt isn't outside of us. It's inside. So in our attempt to push the hurt away, we actually push the hurt deeper inside. We then can spend the rest of our life running from this suppressed hurt. By going through our hurts, we are a part of the human race. Millions of people who are going through similar pains. It is during this time that we need a lot of love, encouragement, and hope restored. We realize how frail we are and see our great need for God. It is a time to reflect on the true meaning of life and the greatest opportunity of all to draw close to God. It is an opportunity to learn empathy toward others who are going through the same things. You cannot do all of these things if you try to ignore the pain. Number two, seek the healer. Seek God as your healer. Just like you tell a doctor your symptoms, tell God how much you were wounded and need his healing touch. He will hear the cries of the broken. God the Father wants to reach down, take your hand, and walk you through your pain. It may take weeks. For many of us, it will take years, perhaps even a lifetime, to close the wounds of our hearts completely. God will spend as much time 
and as many years as necessary to help you through it. He wants to gently apply the daily salve or ointment of his Holy Spirit to your heart, and to your heart is healed. I know this because he has done it with me. When I am down, he lifts me up in many different ways. He's there for me to cry on his shoulder, so to speak, and then sends his encouraging spirit to get me back up and going again. King David said in Psalm 56, 8, You number my wanderings, put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? God was so aware of David that he even collected his tears in the same way God is involved and aware of your pain, your joys, your failures, your accomplishments. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit wrote David Psalm 34, 18, NIV version. Ask and receive God's love and encouragement because he is very near to you. God can work with a heart that has a hole in it because the need is so great for it to be filled. On a side note, I believe that God created us with a space in our hearts for only him to fill. I just believe that, that we try to fill it with other things. You know, material things, just other things. And no matter what we do, we're not going to feel filled. I know, because I've tried it. (laughs) Believe me, I've tried it. And what came out of that is the wisdom to know that that hole can only be filled by him. So knowing that now, you could save a lot of time and not have to go through all that. If you just realize that he is what you're looking for, if you don't already have him and have found him, he's what you need to fill that gap. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will heal you. Second Kings 25. Those are musical words. Number three, reach out to others. Boy, I have to tell you, for me, that was not easy. Being in the circles I was in and being a leader is, you know, I think of pastors so much in this is that, you know, so many people think that they're supposed to have all the answers. They, they have this Internet connection to to God. But pastors don't have any more connection than you do. It's just are you choosing to reach reach out and reach up? And the Lord places people in our lives, sometimes for a time. I mean, I can think of people that the Lord placed in my life for a season, for a specific reason and a season. And sometimes, you know, we don't realize it at the moment that that's what they are. And then all of a sudden this time has passed and that person's no longer really in your inner circle and not really uh, connected to you as much as at one time. But God uses people. So he's telling you to reach out to others. As God has reached out to us, so we should be an instrument of God to reach out and help others who are in pain. Solomon recognized the fact that people need to be comforted. In Ecclesiastes 4.1, it says, Again, I looked and saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, and they have no comforter. Power was on the side of their oppressors, and they have no comforter. We will be back with more of the Sue Freeze show right after this brief break.
Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. Ecola termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola, is here. And, Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our Ecola heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments. It sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services? They're very effective. So if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals, know that we have an array of options for termite control. Don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home. Call Ecola Termite Pest Control Services now. 800-332-BUGS. 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola, Termite and Pest Management Services, for sponsoring the show. You know, if you are a business owner and you really want to get your service or whatever you have to offer out, I've been doing advertising for a long time. And there's a lot of information, a lot of knowledge that I've gathered, the School of Hard Knocks, as I put it. And if you are interested and you're just not sure how to do it, what to do, you can connect with me by going to Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. And I will be happy to go through it with you. Like, what is your market, you know, your geographic area? Um, my radio show, if you wanted to be on radio and you're just not sure, and it can be costly, but it doesn't have to be, especially if you try it out with someone like me. We can put an ad on my show, and if you're only in San Diego, we could do that. If you're only in Ventura, we can do that. If you're in Orange County, L.A., we can do that. If you're up in Santa Maria, San Luis Obispo, we can do it. So connect with me, and I will walk you through. I will answer questions. I'll do whatever I need to do to help you. And uh, you can be a sponsor of the Sue Freeze Show. You can do it for a month. You can do it for a year. If it's successful for you, then you can reach out to different stations and do more so you can have more. Uh, and that's what I'm willing to do for you because somebody did that for me. And it's, uh, you know, giving back, paying forward, that type of thing. 
And I would love to do that. So just connect with me, would you? And Learning to Breathe was a book that I wrote during a horse accident I had where I shattered my right leg. I have a metal plate, 10 pins in my leg. They weren't sure if I would have a club foot after the surgery. Six hours, two different surgeons were in my leg for six hours, putting my Humpty Dumpty uh, leg bones back together again. And they weren't sure if I was going to be able to walk. And I said, you don't understand I am very athletic. I like to do lots of things. And uh, just to walk is not enough. So we're going to have to work harder. And they did. And I'm back on the competitive dance floor. Uh, this last weekend, I did competition and I danced in four or five different dances. And I, I can't even count how many actual competition dances I did. And it was amazing, exhausting, and I was so thankful that I was able to get on that dance floor again. So I'm very grateful. It is a miracle. And the book that I wrote during this time of healing, being in a wheelchair and having to not put any weight on my leg for a very long time, uh, it was the only time I had, and I took advantage of the time. And I wrote this book called Learning to Breathe. And no, it's not yoga. It's on asthma. It's a journey with my son, who who's chronic asthmatic since he was two, almost lost him a couple times to this asthma thing. And, uh, you know, there are so many kids, so many adults that are dying of this. And it's not talked about. It's really not. It's not something that people are totally aware of. You know, it's life-threatening. And so I want to get the word out. And I also one of the back chapters of the book is a lot of different suggestions and secrets and things that I've learned that can help you with the triggers that cause the asthma, that make it worse. And if you're aware of these things, then you can minimize the triggers and have a happier and healthier life. And I think that's wonderful for everyone. So Learning to Breathe, you can get it online if you go to Sue Free's site. If you go to Amazon, it's there, uh, and you can get it. And it was recognized by the London Book Festival two years ago. They featured the book, which was amazing. And I wrote it with the thought of it becoming a movie that hasn't happened yet. So if anybody's out there and wants to do a movie, I'm, I'm all game. Anyway, so enough of that. Back to this uh, subject matter that is very sensitive and very um, important, very important. So we were on number three, which was reach out to others. Ask God to use you to encourage others through their pain. By your own pain, you will be able to understand and help in a far greater way. I found that to be very, very true. You can relate. You can say, yep, I've been through this. I, I'm not, I know it's not the same for me, but I at least can understand what it feels like a little bit. Christ, our Savior, was in all points tested and understands all that you go through. He reached out to us by giving his life so that we would be healed. Isaiah 61, 1 through 3 discusses Christ's mission. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. 
That was beautiful. Wasn't that? That's Isaiah 61, 1, 3. I think we need to mark our books there. And whenever we're down, we need to read this. It can be very helpful in a time of need. This will come to pass when Christ returns. But in the meantime, we should make it our mission to follow this example and be instruments of healing by taking the time to care for those who are in pain and hurting. By reaching out to others, our own pain will begin to disappear. The holes in our hearts will begin to close. Isn't that something? We are called to serve, aren't we? Healing takes time. It takes time to heal. In my life, after 25 years, there is still a hole in my heart, but it's much smaller because of God. Every time I feel God's presence, every time I see God's intervention in my life, every time I reach out to someone else, every time God grants me blessings, the hole in my heart gets smaller and is being replaced with God's heart. When God returns to this earth, the hole in our hearts and in mankind's hearts will be filled and mended. There will be no more tears, no more pain, no more sorrow, and no more holes to fill in an empty heart. For all our hearts will be filled with God's spirit. For as Psalms 126.5 promises, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. God will heal all broken hearts. We will no longer feel sad for what we lacked in this physical life because God will fill our hearts and make us complete. Psalm 3418, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. My healer, he heals our broken hearts. He tenderly wraps our wounds in bandages. Psalm 147, 3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Is that you right now? Are you brokenhearted? My strength, my heart will break. It will break because I have loved Sometimes I want to avoid loving others, opening myself to hurt again, because it leads to a broken heart at some point in some way. But I cannot allow my heart to dictate my love. No, don't follow your heart. I can't rely on my heart. My heart will fail. My heart. My father is the strength of my heart. These are words written on this article that I am reading right now. And here's some more scriptures, and I'm just going to read these scriptures and see if any of them, if not all of them, touch your heart. My peace. My heart is troubled, troubled with grief, afraid. What if? Comes knocking. I must hand my anxious heart over to Jesus and receive his peace. Even if it means doing this over and over again several times a day. You know, what if? Those two words can be so terribly stifling. I think that we do need to ask ourselves, what if? Because when we're making a decision, you've got to have, you know, well, what if that happened? What if that happened? What if that happened? It is a way of facing fears because the fear of the unknown is the strength. So if you are going, what if that happened? Okay, what is the worst thing that could happen right now? When you're making choices, right? What is the worst thing that can happen? And when you visualize and you experience that inside your body and you experience, you know, what if that happened and you get through it, then the fear is gone. You have passed through the fear factor on that. And I've had to use that 
many times in my business dealings, in things that are going on when I wasn't sure, and what if this happens, and what if that happens, and what am I going to do when that happens? And it's amazing when you go through the process, though. It kind of gives you a strength because you're going, you know what? I can I can manage that. That's not the end of the world if that happened. That's okay. I can get through that. And a lot of times what I found is because I've been through something similar that caused me a lot of stress and anxiety and I got through it and I still was standing and breathing and life went on, it made me realize, you know what? Maybe it's not so bad. I'm going to be just fine. And you know what? So will you. You're going to be just fine. Now, that might not be what you want to hear right now because you're going to say, I don't understand. But God does. He understands. And all these things that I've set up to now is that that's process. This life is a journey and we're going to have ups. We're going to have downs and sometimes simultaneously. You're going to have good things and bad things happening all at once. Happens all the time. John fourteen twenty seven. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. You're listening to the Sue Free Show. I'm so thankful that you're listening. I hope you share the show with somebody that is needing encouragement, inspiration, maybe just some love. Uh, I hope you do, and I would appreciate that if you would. My helper, in my brokenness, he promises to remain always. He is my helper. Hebrews 13, 5, 6, For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do to me. Love that. My Savior, one day, no more tears, no more death. My broken heart will be completely whole. I can't wait for that day. This is what our friend Mandy sees now. She's singing and dancing and worship to her Savior. One day I will join her. Revelation 21.4 He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. My rest. I am weak, so very weak, but it is in my weakness that Christ shines brightly. I rely on his strength instead of my own. I'm so thankful that I don't have to do this alone. I don't have to muster up the strength to put my broken heart back together. In fact, I have learned that the times I have tried to do just that is when I make a big mess of everything and I end up building a wall around the broken shards of my heart. His power and grace rests upon me and brings my broken heart to rest. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. My steadfastness. Not only is God beside me, never leaving me or forsaking me, but he is also ahead of me, making a way for me. He directs my path, my steps. Even in the darkest moments, he's with me in the tears, in the sadness, and in the grief all the time. Deuteronomy 31.8. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Have you ever had somebody fail you in your life? Have you ever had anybody abandon you 
in your life? I have. I have, and I'll tell you, it's devastating. It's devastating because here you put this faith and this belief, and then all of a sudden, shattered. You know, it's just shattered, and you're going, wow, how could I have been so wrong in putting my faith in this person or in this belief? Pretty crazy. And I'm, I'm struggling with this right now in the workplace with employees, thinking that I have certain employees that, you know, I believe are really one way. And then I find out they're not really that way. And then it's like, okay, how do you maneuver through this? How do you, how do you manage this and keep the integrity of the relationship? And how, you know, what part did you play? Did you play any part? And all these questions, you know, we have to ask to find out where it is. And that's why at the very beginning on number one, it says identify that you are in pain, identify what that is. And we have to do that, don't we? We have to figure this out. And abandoned, I had a stepfather who was more of a father than my father. And then uh, my mom died. And when my mom died, he started dating this other lady. And when this other lady got in the picture, he didn't want to see me anymore. And I don't know if it's because of her or what, but he just kind of abandoned me and said that, um, you know, because of my beliefs, because of my Bible, because of my love for the Lord, that he wanted to cut ties with me. That was very devastating. On his deathbed, he invited me to come after years and years and years of being separated. And on his deathbed, he reached out to me. I thought that was very sad of all the wasted years, but I was thankful that um, there was that, that moment in time. And I was very thankful for that. And I had a decision to make on whether I was going to swallow up my pride and, uh, you know, forgive and, and show up after all the pain. You know, do I put this wall up or is this a time where I have to forget my wall and I have to, I have to be uh, what God wants me to be? Tough decisions. And sometimes we have those decisions to make. It's, you know, we have to look at the bigger goal, the bigger picture. In, in decisions that we're making and, you know, what would God want me to do? What would Jesus do? Right. And that's not always easy, is it? No, it's not. My comforter. Oh, to know that I can come to my savior for rest. My heart is heavy. So, so heavy. And that's okay. My healer is gentle and his heart is broken right along with mine. Our hearts are broken together. He shares in the grief. He is moved by my grief. Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I think you need to underline that scripture in your Bible. Maybe put it up on your wall, especially if you're going through tough times. Because he's asking you to come to him and he will make your burden light. And you might have a very, very heavy burden right now. And you might have this gaping hole in your heart right now. I'm saddened for you. And, and no matter what anybody says, they can't make it better for you. 
but you can surround yourself with people that will just be there. Be present and be there when you want to talk, when you just want to hug, whatever it is you need. It's pretty amazing when you have people surround you like that. I can remember some very, very, very sensitive times on both sides, you know, where I have needed to have somebody there to not feel alone and just have somebody there and God provided for me. And there's been other times where I was the chosen one that needed to be there for somebody else. And I just had to pray, Lord, tell me what to do. Do I say something? What do I say? Do I not say something? Do I just touch? Do I hold hand? Do I just hug? Lord, what do I do? Because I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't want to say the wrong thing right now. I want to say the right thing. I want to bring comfort. So tell me what to do, Lord, so I can be an open vessel to be used for you. Because the goal is, is you want to have Jesus' love flow through you to this other person to give comfort because the Lord uses people. The Lord uses you and me to bring comfort to others. And I'm thankful for those that have been there for me. I can see faces in front of me right now just thinking about the times where I really needed that. And I'm sure you have faces that come to you too. My truth, the last verse that will help bring comfort and healing to the broken heart is the one where Paul instructs us on what we ought to think about. Thinking about such good things, things that are wonderful and lovely, will soothe and calm our shattered, hurting hearts. Philippians 4, 8. This is one to underline in your Bible. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. That is so beautiful. And we can catch ourselves and train ourselves to keep our brains functioning in the right category, in the right territory. Because it's, it's so much easier to go negative. It's so much easier to go in that world, in that direction. But he wants us to give thanks in all things, not some things, but all things. And he wants us to focus on true, noble, pure, lovely, admirable. He wants us to focus on those things. And when we do that, the world is much more comfortable. There's comfort there. There's love there to, to focus on things that are praiseworthy. It's a wonderful place. And if all of us in this world were doing that, can you imagine the kind of world we would live in if we all were focused on that? So I'm going to read from Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence by Sarah Young. Um, I don't have stock in this book, but I tell you, there's so many people that tell me that since I refer to this a lot, they go and buy the book and it's really worth buying. So um, I always open to the day that I'm on and I read and it's amazing because I don't open it till I'm in the studio. Like right now, I'm opening it to the date that we're on and I read it and I'm amazed at how it goes along with. Now, I haven't read this yet. I don't even know what this says, but I'm going to tell you that be listening for it. And you're going to see. It's just amazing to me, and it's every single time that I do it. So here we go. 
In me, you have everything. In me, you are complete. Your capacity to experience me is increasing through my removal of debris and clutter from your heart. As your yearning for me increases, other desires are gradually lessening. Since I am infinite and abundantly accessible to you, desiring me above all else is the best way to live. It is impossible for you to have a need that I cannot meet. After all, I created you and everything that is. The world is still at my beck and call, though it often appears otherwise. Do not be fooled by appearances. Things that are visible are brief and fleeting, while things that are invisible are everlasting. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power, that is at work within us. So I leave you with this. Understand that this too shall pass, but don't try to, to speed it up. Whatever it is you're going through, experience it, cry, mourn, do what you need to do to mend this broken heart and don't be on a time schedule because it doesn't work. But reach up, ask, ask him to show himself to you and help and ask him to help you through this time and to bring the people into your life that can help you get through this time. We're not created to be alone. So God bless you. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. Until next week, bye-bye. Ah, it's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.